Okay. okay, you're watching, you're listening to the Fat Billion Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Cheryl Everstein. Uh, <clears throat> as usual, we watch a local film every week and then we review it. Yes. Uh, and this week, we're going to watch... Felina. Felina. And Clarence is in it. I have expectations. Who? Clarence, my friend. Oh, main role ah? No, I don't know actually. Okay, okay it's, a, it's, a, it's a horror it's a movie. Horror movie. I love horror movies. I hate horror movies. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. We watched Felina. Yes. It's a horror bird movie. <laughs> Alright, so Felina is about a woman named Felina, played by Raja Ilyas. Ilya, sorry, Raja Ilya, who goes into the forest that is unnamed with her fiancé, who is played by Shafiq Kamal and uh, they're going on some expedition so they have a guide named mm. Muttalib and uh, basically it's a you know how this goes she goes into the forest and then something follows her don't say things in the forest weird things because what, what people it's will, not your place yeah it's yeah. not your place yeah so something follows her and then it starts to catch out her and then the whole story goes from there uh, there's a little girl ghost and then there's a evil woman ghost and those are my two like most feared types of ghosts and um there's also a lot of sound loud sound of like kids the kid crying la this woman laughing la and they just like freak me the fuck out i just cannot okay but i have a very low benchmark for horror i hate horror films i keep saying this over and over again like can't you Malaysians make films other than horror films? Like seriously, please lah. Can't please. they make Police Evil 2? Ah, make Police Evil 2, make Guang, make films that don't require me to watch it under a blanket, you know. Yeah. But okay, so even though I was like shit scared because that's just my instinctive reaction to these kind of sounds, it was not a great film. What didn't you like about it? I don't like everything about the film. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a horrible narrative. The narrative structure is non-existent. Uh, it's it's about uh, like you said, it's not right. It's about so they eventually find out. Do we do we spoil it? Sure. It's the the, the a little girl ghost haunts Felina because she wants to be rescued. Her soul wants to be rescued. She was kidnapped by traffickers. organ traffickers who cut her up to take the organs uh, and then a bad Bomo, Bucktooth Bomo acted by this B-grade Mr. Oz um, uh, also collects the soul for what? Uh, because it's just dual kidnapping you know yeah. it's like we take your organs then, we, then take we take your, your soul, soul. So, so this Bomo has a caretaker evil, a evil, a evil woman gene. ghost yeah, who takes care of all these She's not soul. a ghost, she's like a, a, a jinn la, la, some spirit la. or something yeah, yeah. Who, They're always a kabaya obviously yeah, Who manages the kidnapped souls 
So she tries to come and look for this little girl lah. Because she keeps running away. Yeah. So, uh, it's horrible because number one, there's no structure. Number two, it's so stereotypical. They, they, they use all the stereotypical scare tactics because it's not scary at all. So they try to scare you with loud sounds and shocking edits and, and, and stupid ghosts that, like, like that. <laughs> yeah, like... And, and, uh, since what, 1995? No, I wonder if you see the girl. Like, she literally just looks yeah. like a little girl. She yeah. doesn't even look like. But the hair always like that, right? Her hair No, at one point she pushed her hair back when she was trying to rustle for Lina, remember? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the yeah. lighting, the shots yeah. also still. No, like this, like this. Yeah. That's why I'm lighting it like this. Yeah. Ghost, you know? <laughs> hey, look at me, look at me, it's scary, you know? Ooh. Then I'm supposed to go off camera. Ah, stereotypical scare tactics, which after two minutes you would have dissipate, except if you're her. <laughs> right? I just cannot. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Uh? Acting was horrible. That was the worst actually for me. The acting. Yeah. Everything. Mm. Um, your there's friend. No, there's no chemistry between the two main characters whatsoever. They're supposed to be like some newly engaged couple, and like they have no chemistry. Just none. There's no chemistry in the dialogue, there's no chemistry in the way that they're acting, like nothing. Okay? And like, there are points where like, supposedly they're like some damn modern couple lah, right? Because obviously she free hair, so you must assume that she's like some modern couple lah, no? Because this whole show is all about stereotypes, so we'll get to that. And like, he, he just like, pets her head and stuff. Like a dog. Yeah, it's, it's very odd. Very yeah. odd. Oh, speaking of that, character development is non-existent also. Yeah, I mean like... You don't know who they are, what they do, yeah. why they're there, yeah. why they're together. Yeah, like, we've been engaged once, almost a year ago now. And trust me, we were not petting each other like dogs. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, so this, this show is also a bit, a lot racist. Yeah. To many different races, all at once, mostly migrants. They're racist to all sorts of migrants. So, um, my friend, Terence, plays a supporting character in this film. He is the innkeeper of the rundown hotel that they're staying at. Peking Hotel. Mm. And uh, he but has you a... you think that it's somewhere in the jungle, but yeah. actually at the end of the movie it shows he's in KL. I, I don't know what the significance so is. So he probably just went into frame. Oh yeah. shit, I don't know. Bukit Nanas. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, Clarence plays this this innkeeper and he's got like a an assistant, female assistant. Okay, stop, stop. They're like they're like he's like a magician with a with a. I don't know, like yeah, she helps like clean the hotel or something. She's so a cleaner. She's supposed to be Indonesian and he is supposed to be, I'm guessing Bangladeshi or something. But both have horrible accents. And they're both definitely none of those things, and then the traffickers also are obviously Indian. But their accents are African. And I'm like, why? And they're just so like am- amplified this racism and these stereotypes, right? They're just so amplified. It's like Clarence's character is just so like it's like comical. Lah. It's just comically. The stereotype overdone. comical shaking head <coughs> Indian black skin guy who is I don't know lah. It's very un- who pronounces orang as warang. It's very unnecessary. And it was just very painful to watch and I felt like it was also kind of offensive. Huh? Uh, I mean like migrant workers have to do a lot to get here and stuff. And like they don't need to be represented like this in the media. 
my Malaysians, okay? Like, look, I like Clarence. He's a great guy. I've seen him act in other things, and he was good in those two. So, I'm. it's it's not the acting, I feel. Uh, I mean, it's not the actor, I feel. <laughs> it's the direction. So to he, me So, la. he was directed to act badly. For Clarence specifically, yeah. I feel, maybe, yeah. Everybody yeah, acted badly. Yeah. Every performance by everyone in this film was horrible. Oh. It was very stagnant. The dialogue was... Like super shit. Like got no point one. Like literally this this fiance of hers just serves to say dumb things. <laughs> What's the feminist thing about the film that you like they did didn't like? Ah yeah, the film is super anti feminist because uh Felina has no agency whatsoever. Like even though she is basic she's basically there just to be the victim of the of the of the whole show. Because yeah. uh she she gets haunted every night, right? And then uh, this this guide of theirs, Mutalib, and then her fiance, and then Clarence, whatever. All of them already know that this is happening to her, but then they're like, we must not tell her. We must like save her and, and you know help her and whatever. But we cannot tell her that this is happening. And then she wakes up and she's like, oh, I feel so unrested. I feel like I had a bad dream and stuff like that. I don't know what. I don't know what. And he's just like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm like. And then uh, there's even a scene where she is sitting in a room full of dudes and she's the only girl, right, obviously. And they like are all silent until she leaves. Because like you cannot discuss serious matters in front of a female. I just felt like it was really wrong of them not to tell her what was going on. Because she doesn't remember, you see. Every day she wakes up, she doesn't remember the haunting from the night before. But if it's happening to her, I feel like it's important that you tell her because it's happening to her lah you need to give her this agency and you need to she needs to know that this is happening to her and she should also be part of whatever the solution is and it shouldn't just be decided for her by like a council of dudes so i really didn't like that that's the it's a it's a pretty common malaysian film or malay malay thing Mm. you know that Women, women have no agency, lo, lo, yeah. no, Women lemah semangat so easily get rasuk. So, you know, they just keep using it in all these horror films as well. Which again is so annoying. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, the show is only showing in one cinema now. When we so, watched it also, we were the only ones in the whole hall. Yeah, so... Uh, it's a good thing, I guess. Nobody should watch it. Nobody should watch this. Yeah. Sorry, Clarence. Scott. <laughs> Bad film. Um, second film we've seen this year, right? Yeah. Not. It has fallen very, very far from the first film we saw this year, which was Banke. So I'm okay. Banke was great though, because <coughs> I mean it. Yeah, because iFlix produced it and Dos Fellas. Yeah. Without me, it would have not Banke. Get it? <laughs> so it can only get better from here. So if you've seen Felina and you have thoughts, comment yeah. below. Let us know. Let us know. Zan is purposely speaking in like the most stagnant way possible because it was a waste she's trying of to emulate how yeah. the film was. <laughs> it was a waste of time, lah. This film. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so. so yeah. Hey, subscribe. Subscribe to our channel. Wait, wait. You gonna tell people who directed this film? 
Oh, Sandrish Kesavan. Yeah. And he directed something else also that we also didn't Which like. We also didn't like, yeah. So, I don't know. But you liked something he did before this, right? A long time ago, no? I think so. This yeah. film just erased everything so already. We, we don't know. We this don't film know. just like erased all my memories of all Sandrish Any Malaysian film ever. <laughs> what? So extreme. So, uh, yeah, please subscribe to our channel. And hopefully we'll see better films. Yeah, follow us on all our social media platforms. We'll definitely see better films, yeah, I feel. Yeah. At Fatbidin. Or go to Fatbidin to get everything Fatbidin. Uh, you've been watching and listening <laughs> to the Fatbidin Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Charlie Bustawan. Yeah, don't watch that, Felina. No. Hey, if you want to learn how to become an independent filmmaker or a filmmaker in general, uh, I've got a book which I wrote uh, with a buddy of mine. Uh, it's called uh, Zan Azli and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking. You can actually buy it off of uh, here. I'm going to put the link down here at my, my website, fatbidin.com. It's only a couple of ringgit uh, and it's really good because it has many, many different chapters. The process of filmmaking and each chapter I interview uh, a Malaysian filmmaker who gives advice and tips of, uh, yeah, from their experience. So, yeah, yay, link is down here, yay.